Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 15th of May 2021 and the title of this episode is Imagine being the idiot who got Pokemon banned from Walmart and Target. Now, do you think you could outsmart the police? I mean, could you plan a crime so that you could commit it and then get away without consequence? I don't ask that question to encourage you to commit crimes. In fact, the theme of today's audio EXP, the Geek Natus Highlight Show, is very much about not committing crimes. However, at the start of the year, the blog had a copy of the modifius designed card game, Death on the Cards, and we had to give it away. So to enter, you had to answer the question, do you think you could outsmart the police? It's pretty close. 53% of people did not think they could and 47% of readers thought that they were more intelligent than the cops. Now, is that a comment about the quality of the police forces around the world or geek native readers? In the United States of America, the police are busy with strange geek news this week. Target and Walmart have temporarily banned trading cards and this includes Magic the Gathering and especially Pokemon. Why? People are fighting over them. Guns are being drawn. Guns. Armed showdowns over Pokemon cards? What a waste of time. Imagine being that person who got Pokemon cards banned from Walmart. You wouldn't feel so passionate about the hobby then, would you? At least the hobby community would have pretty strong opinion about you. The story... News of fights over trading cards and American stores having to ban them made the BBC headlines of the day on Saturday morning here in Scotland. Oh dear. The lockdown is partly to blame. Not for making people crazy enough to go shopping with a gun, but for getting people this interested in trading cards. All sorts of tabletop games are booming. Roll20 are a bit late on their timing, but not too late entirely. The virtual tabletop has expanded into virtual board games and the first officially supported board game you can play on the platform is Mons Drawversity. That's a good fit for Roll20 as you have to draw monsters so others can work out what you're trying to describe. And if your account supports dynamic lighting you can even save the dramatic reveal until the end. Regular listeners will know that I like to talk about the connection between virtual tabletops and marketplaces. The same is true for digital board game solutions. I also like to point out how competitive the virtual tabletop space is. The free forever and open source VTT Mythic Table just closed a successful Kickstarter and will now get some full-time devs. Roll20 is wise to expand into board and card games. Of course, Roll20 aren't the only ones expanding into board games. It feels like a decade ago, and perhaps it was, that Paradox bought White Wolf to take control of the world of darkness. They've not had it easy since then. I've got, but not yet read, Vampire 5e. I was far more interested in Werewolf 5e, but now I don't know what's happening with that, and Paradox won't tell us. Now there's going to be a race between Werewolf the Apocalypse and a solo RPG board game combo called Werewolf the Apocalypse Retaliation. Flyos, that's the company that did Vampire the Masquerade Chapters, is working on the project with Paradox. We will have a wait. According to the announcement, a Kickstarter is planned for next year. 
Not that Paradox is particularly guilty of edition wars. In mm, other news, Games Workshop has announced a new edition of Warhammer, Age of Sigmar. Age of Sigmar still feels blistering new to me. I only really know anything about it because of Cubicle 7 and the good work they do with Soulbound. The starter set for the tabletop RPG is, I think, very good value. Wargame-wise, I think this is now the third edition of Age of Sigmar, and the plot will move forward with the Necroquake thwarted and units changed as a result. These changes, of course, may mean new models, and that's why Warhammer goes through all these additions faster than, say, an RPG like D&D. That, of course, doesn't mean there are no trials with additions in RPGs. Free League Publishing has only said what everyone must be thinking. It seems likely that many fans will want there to be a 5e version of the One Ring. In this case, I mean 5e to specifically mean D&D's 5e. It's painfully unhelpful of Wizards of the Coast to insist that people use a shorthand 5e for their system and for publishers not to use D&D near it. Thankfully, I am not a publisher. I get to be precise about which 5th edition I'm talking about. So when I say that Freely Publishing has conceded there will probably be the One Ring of 5e, I get to say the One Ring D&D edition. Free League took £1.5 million from Kickstarter for the One Ring, and for their latest campaign, one that converts Romanian to, yes, you guessed it, 5e, they've bagged nearly half a million pounds. Those are impressive numbers. And there is a Kickstarter with 22 days to go at the time of recording that has pledges of over £0.6 million right now. It's from a company called Bicel Lovely, and they're making character class-inspired jewellery. I, I don't know anything about jewellery. The only thing I wear is my medical bracelet. But I can tell you that Bicel Lovely's success is lovely. Doesn't it speak to the changing demographics of the game? Yes, the jewellery is unisex, or some of it. And maybe some of it has been bought as gifts for others. But I still argue that that suggests a broader range of gamers than we've ever seen before. And as it happens... The Orwell Foundation agrees with me. Well, not about Buy So Lovely in particular, but about the changing role of games. The Orwell Youth Prize will, this year, officially recognise games as a storytelling medium. George Orwell wrote for political reasons. The prize, even the youth one, goes to storytellers who are encouraging change. So, if you've got a young teen who has a game concept or a narrative for it, then they could now be a winner of that prestigious award. And I think we can use Kickstarter as a lens on other changes too. This week, I wrote up a tarot campaign that uses smartphone to interact with the cards in augmented reality. It has thousands of backers. Tarot on Kickstarter seems to be booming. If you look at the top 10 of all time, half of them launched in the last six months. For the Phantom multi-dimensional deck, I pointed out that Geek Native is a science-believing blog. Now, I recognise that people use tarot for all sorts of reasons, including storytelling. And I've certainly included tarot kickstarters before, often for the art. So perhaps I was being overly cautious with the disclaimer. Maybe it was another nod to a culture where people draw guns over Pokemon cards but believe holy ghosts will keep them safe from biological infection. 
I often write about demons and other creatures on Geek Native without ever feeling the urge to put a disclaimer in there. Just this week, I wrote up the free-to-download Defiant Awakening, in which you can play as a demon, or a fallen angel, or even as a god. In fact, I recommend the game. A Kickstarter for a print edition is coming, so check out the Awakening Quick Start. But, but note, it's not an innocent RPG. If you play as an angel, you play as one that was having so much fun with the pleasures of the flesh that they didn't return to heaven. And Defiant has rules for marriages and all sorts of liaisons with demon love rivals. Another RPG I looked at this week, which I also recommend, and which is cheap as chips, is a lugubrious lullaby. It's a couple of pages long, it uses a straightforward system, and it is about children exploring a world in which they are trapped and slowly losing their innocence. It's their innocence that lets them see monsters hiding in the shadows and use magic items. And they lose their innocence when the world is cruel or they have to be mature. Yes, I know it's not entirely an original concept, but it's nicely and darkly done. I took a longer look, a full review, at the forthcoming Nightmares 1 from Peterson Games. It's a bestiary of mostly Cthulhu themed monsters from their three Mythos campaigns, three campaigns they've already published. Now, this means dinosaurs with lasers and the typically atypical Cthulhu horrors as well as some dangerous extraplanar aliens. I find myself, probably, using too many words on how out of place it was to find 10 or so standard NPCs among this monstrous art and scary encounters. Overall, it's a no-brainer. I like the book, and even though I have a fondness of best fruits, I have a reasonably high standard for them too. I also finally got around to writing up a love letter meets review for The Elephant and McCaw Banner. As I said in the review, I can't really call it an underrated RPG because it's won awards for being a great RPG. But have you heard of it? It's not based in Western fantasy, but Brazilian instead. There are no character classes because all jobs you've had once don't define you. Since you can make yourself stronger by training or smarter through education, the system tosses out the idea that either strength or intelligence are natural stats. It's straightforward, familiar, and yet different at the same time. Most of all, the system is easy to play, even if the combat in it is difficult to survive. It's not all been reviews on the site though, or even RPG news. I added a generator, albeit a quick one. The RPG blog Carnival is about birthdays and festivals this month. That's when a whole bunch of bloggers get together to write on a theme. So, very quickly, I made the Fantasy Festival Generator. There are a couple of models in it and lots of seeds, but as with all such generators, sometimes the festivals you can roll up make more sense than others. Here are a few button presses for you, which I'm about to do live during the recording. Right, first, the Feast for Kind Pasture and Haunted Blossom. Right, next, the Festival of the Endless Champion. And one more, the Recurrence for Silver Sky. I even did a static generator, in other words, a random table. I wrote up the Geek House coffee competition results, presumably forgetting that I had the death on the cards and outsmarting police results to talk about this week, and I discovered that most people had never invented a drink for a role-playing game. I bet they've invented taverns and bartenders, but isn't it odd that these places only serve beer, ale and wine? So mine is a 4d10 table. And in my walkthrough example, we create a pint of blue wash 
which has the little-known side effect of helping drinkers resist mind control for a short while. Fortunately, you can do better than my attempts at free RPG content. Dadmar Games have kept up their generosity with free downloads with Interstellar Laser Knights and Interstellar Troopers. There's even a free Scribus template for designing your own one-shot games in that Interstellar Troopers download. And Scribus is a free layout software, so if you're interested in game design and publishing, but don't have much cash, check out Scribus and Zedmar Games. Another freebie worth checking out is in Spirals, which rocked up to Drive Through RPG this week. It's a pay what you want with a suggested price of nothing. The RPG is all ages suitable, and the magic system will have you weaving your own hands in the air. The catch? You will be learning either British or American sign language. Isn't that great? The game is about helping kids with better empathy and, of course, raising deaf awareness. Lastly, let's look at bundles. In this week's Routinely Itemized as a test, I included a bundle section. Modifius, for example, have knocked several hundred pounds off a hardback collection of Vampire 5e goodies. I presume, maybe because they won't be able to sell them in the future. However, in Audio EXP, I'm going to stick with the Flash bundles, such as the two Bundle of Holding have for Icons. That's a superhero RPG from Steve Kenson. Once again, the two-bundle approach offers either easy access to the system or just the latest supplements if you already have a collection. And on that note, let's wrap there. So please keep safe and we'll see you next week.